The following is a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about them, Cowboys? This is Nick Schatz, streaming live on DallasCowboys.com and the official Dallas Cowboys app. Now, here are Bill Jones, Everson Walls, and Nikki Spagnola. And it's a Tuesday at high noon inside the SWBC podcast studio here at the Star in Frisco. And wow, what an NFL schedule we have for you on Sunday. In fact, you can make the case that the top four teams in the National Football League will be squaring off against each other on Sunday afternoon and Sunday night. Let me take a look at this, man. You've got a Buffalo-Kansas City game on CBS at 325. Those are two 4-1 teams, the only 4-1 teams in the AFC. And over in the NFC, the only unbeaten team in the league right now, the Philadelphia Eagles hosting the 4-1 Dallas Cowboys. Mm -hmm. There's only, I think, one other 4-1 team in the entire league. League. No, there's two no, more. There's yes, Giants. Two yes, more. The Giants. Yes, the Giants. Yes. That's the other thing. The Giants play the Ravens also on Sunday afternoon at noon Dallas time. Right? Ravens are three and Ravens two. Giants are four and one. Yes. And then there's one other four and one team in the league. That little trivia question as we start today's show. Bill Jones, Everson Walls, and Mickey Spagnola. They are all confused. No, I'm on it. You no, know, in fact, got it. You, you know got who the, it you is. Got, you got the you have the Vikings. Yep, there it is. You have the right. Vikings. Yep, four and one. They're playing again in in Miami against yep. the Dolphins. Yep, at hey. three and two. That's that could be an upset. And mm-hmm. can you find another four and one team? Four and one team that would be. You said the Giants. We said the Giants. Four and one Giants, uh, Bills, Chiefs, and Cowboys. That's right. And That's so it. it's here's your here's your schedule for Sunday. You your got schedule: the Ravens and the four and one Giants at noon on CBS. At three twenty-five on CBS, you got the four and one Bills and the four and one Chiefs, mm-hmm. and then Sunday night you got the four and one Cowboys at the five and zero oh Eagles. People are going to be worn out by the time the Sunday night game starts. Mm-hmm. Here's a development. It's kind of related to that. So uh, what's the tight end's name? Greg Olson? Yes. He's now the number one guy. Analyst. <laughs> He's the number one guy now. Yeah. yeah. That, now that Troy went to Now ESPN. that Troy's gone. What yeah. happened What happened to Daryl Johnston? Well, actually, Daryl is uh, – I always thought he was really con- good. I think he's basically on the number two team. Right How now. did Olsen jump ahead of Moose? Well, here's what happened with Daryl. He has more you hair. Know, was, <laughs> Great hair, by the way. Daryl was climbing the charts, and then he got set back a little bit. Uh-huh. And then now he's on the rise Trying to again. rise back up. So he's on the rise again. Yeah. We haven't had him for a game yet, right? No. And no. we need him for a game. Yeah. yeah. You know, one of the things with him, you know, he uh, Daryl Johnston uh, was the man in charge of the res- the revival of the USFL and the TV contract that was involved in that on Fox and really? everything. Really? And I think the Fox executives, you know, were working with Daryl on that, and they figured out, you know, guy, this guy's pretty sharp. Like we've, yeah. we, <laughs> like we've, we've known for 30 years. Right. And I think he, and his stock is once again rising at the network because those executives have been around him enough to know that, hey. Uh, it's unusual that he doesn't get the benefit of the doubt, you know. Right. They, like they just else sold has. him short. Well, that's, 
It's with age, you know. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's what it is. His hair is too gray. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. All right, so here we are, and um, there's still a lot we could get to uh, about the Sunday win against the Rams, but there's so much to look forward to Sunday night against the Eagles, too. Also, there's so much and, to and talk about, about in from regards. last night, too. This doggone, uh, <laughs> the quarterbacks, man. What are we doing with the QBs? Uh-huh. I mean, are we going to consider them football players? Are we just going to consider them? I'm glad you mannequins. went there, Everson, because that's where my wife was going. You know, she's a Texas Tech grad, and, and there's so many of those Texas Tech grads who are into those Kansas City Chiefs. <laughs> and so she is watching. She's watching the Cowboys, and now she's watching the Kansas City Chiefs because of Mahomes. Yeah. And she just got so mad last night. She just went to bed after after that uh, penalty. So, with the one against Jones, against Chris Jones, yes. yeah, that was. I, I yeah. just don't understand that, it. She can't understand it either. I mean, I mean, you can you can protect quarterbacks without uh, ruining the game and without being so involved in it as a as an official that you are the reason for the outcome of the game. You don't want to be a part of the game. You want to be seamless. It's like you're not even there. And right now, referees are really injecting themselves into, into ball games unnecessarily. I think they're paranoid. Like, if we miss that call. The, the Tua thing. Yeah. yeah. Same yeah. thing. Such a difference, though. Yeah, you can kind of see it. It's right, right there. The Tua thing, he had a history, which went back seven days. Right. Well, less than that. Four days. Went back four days. Mm-hmm. And you could see how he went down. That, you know, you have to use your own common sense as you judge the play, uh, as you judge the play right there in real time. Mm-hmm. Tom Brady was not under any duress. I don't know why he got upset about the sack, first of all. He seemed like he tried to kick the guy. When, when, when he was getting up off of him. I don't know what that was all about. I don't know if that had anything to do with the referee throwing the flag because there's in no way Brady was treated like Tua. And then you look at last night with Carr, the same thing. Not only did he not land on him, he stripped him of the ball. So when you strip someone of the ball, the quarterback is no longer an, 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 an issue. You know, now you have the man with the ball, and that to me is the priority of the entire. Well, the other thing is when you've got the ball cradled in your arm, you cannot, you cannot stop your fall. Okay, you stop it with your left hand, and it almost looked like his left hand. He was trying to let Carr down easy, in my opinion. Now listen. So when do we? Okay, if I'm 350 or 320 you gotta pounds, I've got to fall here. Uh-huh. <laughs> That's what kills me. Like, okay, I fell on him with all my weight. Well, how do I use partial weight? Yeah. You know, how do you fall on someone using half your weight? I, I don't understand that. And it's not like because he's got the ball, right? I mean, you got to tackle him. Mm-hmm. How many times did Cooper rush get sacked in, in the game? Three. Did we look at his sacks? Have we looked at his sacks? Did I they gone back did they look as it was he landed on? He almost got killed by Ramsey. Right, I don't right. even remember if Ramsey landed on him or not, but I know that the ball, thank God, was like right there. Somehow he fell he on top on. of it. Ooh, man. So come on. That like, could have been called. In in the Grady Jarrett tackle of Brady, I mean, I thought he was taking care of Brady as he took him down. Yeah, he yeah. didn't he yeah. didn't slam he him. He slung him, but yeah, but, but I he, mean he's tall. You gotta bring him down. With him. He and, had to. Yeah. He had right. to. Oh, it's killing me, man. I mean, it's, it's and, like, and it affected the outcome of the game. It affected the outcome of the game. It's almost like they're erring on the side of 
oh, if I don't call this, I'm in trouble. Because it's a, it's a top of mind right now right. after uh, what happened with Tua. I, I, just, a, I, I, could, I, I would feel safe as a referee that if I Here, did not make that call, I would be okay with it. I would not feel like I was in fear of not going, you know, uh, going further into the playoffs as a referee. Okay, so I think what they need to, to do, and they won't, but they need to have an eye in the sky. Well, they sort of do. But they need to with the authority yeah. that if there is an egregious it. mistake made like that, that they and, – and it's – and it's a judgment call, just like it's a judgment call on the field. And don't put the the official in the position where he has to make that judgment call in real time, spur of the moment like that. You have the benefit of replay up top. And it doesn't have to be a challenge or anything like that. It's just you have an observer at every single game, the eye in the sky, and when something like that happens, and it can be the other way. I mean, let's say the, the Tua thing happens and the official doesn't make the call mm-hmm. on the field. Mm-hmm. Then you can say no. That one needs to be right. uh, looked at. Right I wonder now. when it when they get judged if they get judged judged more harshly if they don't call it than if they do call one that really isn't. Like, do they say, "Well, all right"? Which one? Which one holds? Yeah, more which weight? one holds? Well, more it's weight. almost like what's happened on turnovers. Where if there's a fumble on the field, they will let it play out, even mm, though right. they, even though they don't think it was a fumble, they'll play it out to make sure and that the whistle isn't blown. Even, even in ridiculous circumstances. And so the call on yeah. the field becomes it's a fumble, okay, right. and then they review it, and so that takes well, you priority. You have to start over. from a base, right, 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 and and it's almost like that they, okay, if I think that it was um, too aggressive, I'm going to call it uh, just to cover my butt. It, it, it lends to just privilege, man. You know, uh, I'm a defensive back. If I'm a DB, I'm a running back. Now, we're out there getting the hell knocked out of each other. And then this guy gets laid on the ground, and we have to protect him. I'm sorry, guys. It, 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 it doesn't lend to having much respect for that position itself what because that? it's being treated so and if they're going to call it like this, there's going to be a whole lot of flopping going on amongst these quarterbacks. And so now, you know? so now, you better call it like if I just if that's got you. Oh then no, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's not what I expected you to do. Sort of, but I'm flopping. I, but so you have to be, <laughs> but you have to be now in the grasp. Better be quick. It better be quick. If I just have you. Any kind of casual way, you but better, the, you the better blow the whistle game, now. now. Hey, exactly. the beginning you see of what the, I'm saying? Yes. And what was happening at the beginning of that game last night? I mean, they were sacking the quarterback, and they were just they were just running up to him and <laughs> putting him in a grasp, and that sort, was it. Sort of know? like the Pro Bowl. <laughs> yeah, right, exactly. That's what that's, it reminds me of. That, that's what it was. The beginning, Thank you. The beginning of that the game, what, it was that's like That's the that. vision it, I have. Yeah. We so got just, quarterbacks. Okay, I'm holding you up now. You're <laughs> not going anywhere. You just had to wrap them up. That's all you got to do. Don't take them to the ground. You better call it quick now. You got to blow that whistle quick now. If this is what we're going to have. You know, this is going to be prevalent. We better call it real quick. Should have brought my white hat in today. Yeah, huh? we need the daggone rant. We, we just ranted. Man, it's too late. Now, shoot. <laughs> but, I mean, it's a problem. That they, they need to address the owners' meet next week. And 
Uh, yeah, I, I'd say immediate. I'd say it better be immediate. Yeah, and yeah. It, it needs something needs you to got, be done. You got the outcome of games in 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 the wake here. Mm-hmm. This is crazy. When you got a lady who is a Patrick Mahomes fan, and she's going <laughs> to bed because this something has to be done right now, David. <laughs> I mean, you're lo- you're losing those you know fans that you could could consider casual fans that put this league over the top as far as uh, yeah. viewership and, no doubt. and popularity. No doubt, so, no doubt. Yeah. All right. So uh, Jerry was on the radio this morning. You know, Jerry is uh, now the countdown to birthday number eighty. It's two days away now. Mm, that's right. He turns eighty Thursday. on Thursday and. He had uh, the first half of his birthday gift on Sunday. He's looking for the second half this coming Sunday. There you go. That you know, nowadays we have gift a birthday, enough. birthday month. You celebrate all month yeah. nowadays. So is that what he's going to do? <laughs> <laughs> Just party all month? If, if they as continue long, to win. Right, there the, you go. Everyone will be in favor of that if they continue <laughs> to win. you have a chance to listen to him this morning? I did go back and listen to it. Um Trying to see where all Got any update for us? Notes are now, Dak's paying a visit to the doctor, I assume, today for visit a little today? checkup. But it's about the grip. Mm-hmm. Got to be able to spin it. Got to spin it. Uh huh. <laughs> if you that, can't spin it and you need your thumb to spin it. Oh man, that, that's the that's going to be, uh, and so we'll see what he what he's able to do out on the practice field tomorrow, right? I don't think they're going to not. They're not letting anyone see him well, throw the ball. And they're not going to. And they're not going to say. Anything, <laughs> He's going to be indoors. Right? He's it, not going to be outdoors. It's like Mike saying it's day to day, right? Well, yeah, it's day to day. That's the Bill Belichick's. Yeah, uh, that's mind. the easy way to get out of it. Even if he happens to throw the football, and as I told you, can he take a snap? You know, he might be able to spin it. But you better be able to take a snap under center because that thing is coming fast and hard. Right. Yeah. And it, a center doesn't have the luxury to can't just gen- got, kind right. of gently <laughs> take put a little it up off there. of it. Right. What? Not like my handshake. Right. <laughs> right. Um, so yeah, um, you know, and I'm glad he made mention of this because now everybody's like, okay, when Dak comes back, now they've got the formula to win. You play good defense and run the football. Mm-hmm. Okay, so what happens when somebody scores 25, 30 points on you? Can't play cozy football. No. And, and, and he was pointing out how the – and maybe McCarthy did too, or maybe it was Kellen Moore. They all go together. But this is a league of big plays. You want to stop them, but you need them yeah. offensively. Mm-hmm. And – you're not going to win a heck of a lot of games scoring 22 points. Now, what what Cooper has done, he has come through in the clutch, right? Because the defense has they kept him in the position Close to enough. win the game, right? And to to make those plays on third down, move the chains, get that field goal, or get that last touchdown. I was trying to see how how Jerry put it here. Uh, he said there's a big play influence on. Uh, Better defense. Uh, he was just talking about, you know, as long as you're you're not turning the ball over, you can kind of play this. But then you've got a resource like Dak, who can come up with the big plays. Mm-hmm. Uh, and do you want to mute that? And I, I think people have gotten carried away with this. You know, run the football. Okay, so I looked, and I think. 
maybe two of the five games they've played, they rushed for 100 yards. Mm -hmm. So it's not like you've got this rushing juggernaut out there. Mm -hmm. Um, It worked this game because the defense held the Rams to 10 points. What if the Eagles score 27? You're just going to keep handing the ball and, okay, well, you better run for 57-yard touchdown then. Uh, to to be able to make up for it. So uh, they are playing the way they should be playing with a backup quarterback. Mm-hmm. And, you know, let's not get carried away that, well, all you got to do is, you know, complete 10 of 16 passes for 102 yards and you can win. Not every Sunday. I wouldn't lay my bet on that. You have too many good teams in the league whose offenses are eventually – you know, you're going to come up against an offense that's going to uh, give our defense problems. It's just the way it is. You're in the NFL. you got 17 games. Someone's going to figure out what your weakness is. I don't care how good the team is. We've seen it in the past. And especially as you get closer to the end of the season and into the playoffs. Coaches are smart. They can game plan you very well in big games. And you have to be prepared to answer that yourself. I don't mind uh, Cooper Rush uh, with his um, uh, menial yardage. I like the fact that he makes the plays when we need to make them. And I'm hoping that when Dak comes back, we can keep the same formula, but we still there are going to be moments to where we need more big offensive plays. That's going to come. Right. We're going to need more offensive plays, and we're going to need them in bunches. And you know why? Because the league is about to start scoring more points than what they've scored the first month of the season. Right. As Nate Newton has put up. it, as Nate Newton has put it, we got through the preseason. Okay, yeah. Cowboys went three and one in the preseason, mm. and now they're one and zero in the regular season. <laughs> right. And the rest of the because no one's playing in the preseason, right. and so now we use September for the preseason, and so the offenses are now starting to catch up with the defenses. When you look at that one one extra game, you really got two extra weeks. God, it just still kind of tips the scale a little bit, you know. Uh, and sometimes you can't predict it. So here we are with 17 games. It just makes that season seem even longer. And so the changes are going to be made, and ad- uh, people are going to have to adapt uh, more than once during the season. And while all games are important, right, because you only got 17, but it kind of got put to me today what's, you know, oh, if you win this game. I said, what if you lose the game? You know, you still got, a, what, 11 more games to play? Mm-hmm. It's, it's not like you win this game and, okay, it's over with, right? The right no, the, the best you are is tied for first place. And right now, we looked at the NFC East as, uh, you know, the bottom of the league. Now our schedule looks from, from going to one of the, the easiest in the NFL to a pretty formidable uh, 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 schedule. how that pretty happens. Yeah, yeah, right? Like when you have to play. Yeah, and, all of a sudden, the Giants and out. Eagles are different games. So I found out what Jer- Jerry said. Uh, he said – Oh, it only took you 10 minutes. No, <laughs> I found it. When you have a highly skilled player, meaning Dak, yeah. you don't want to mute him. And, and, and then he went on to say – uh, and thank goodness we are successful not having that dimension. Uh, and when we get it back, that will be a real additive. Will be a mess if we can keep playing defense like this. Look so at, his point is, what? You go ahead. You go ahead. His point, is, his point <laughs> is, you keep playing defense like this and add some more offense. 
you're going to yeah. be pretty darn good. And that that gives the Dak the biggest endorsement so far from Jerry because everyone's been, you know, trying to read behind Jerry's statements right. and trying to say that he's like putting the pressure on Dak. Dak that was Dak was never a guy that he really ever believed in. And he keeps saying though uh, isn't that great that you ask me that question? Because mm-hmm. that means Cooper Rush is playing well enough yeah, for right. somebody to propose that question. What you got, okay, okay, what you want to look, look at, at this legal pad? I mean, the legal pad. Look at all the notes. Look at no. all the notes that he takes from a Jerry Jones <laughs> no. radio interview. That's got to be over you know, a few weeks. You know, right? no, that's, something, no. that's something that coaches need to learn from. You can't have too much on your play sheet. You won't be able to find, find that anything, play call right. in time. I got it here somewhere. Play clock is here. this. This. <laughs> is the play-by-play right, play from the <laughs> game. shots in just a moment. Yeah, I figured there was a cumulative. The Medal of Honor is our country's highest military award for valor in combat. More than 40 million individuals have served in the armed forces since the Civil War. Fewer than 4,000 have received the Medal of Honor. The National Medal of Honor Museum will be a place to preserve these legacies and inspire America. It's being built right next door to the Dallas Cowboys in Texas. Help us honor our country's greatest heroes. Learn more and get involved at mohmuseum.org. We paid how much for those lessons? Shh, she's doing great. Oh yeah, totally. Uh, can you pass me a Pepsi Zero Sugar? <sighs> great job, honey. Oh. oh, look at that. That's not the end. No way. Now it's time for the encore. You know what? You're right. Five times? Not enough times. For everyone who traded in rock concerts for their kids' recitals, you've compromised enough. Pepsi Zero Sugar. That's what I like. (sighs) Nobody protects you from mayhem like Allstate. You hear that? I'm a torrential downpour. Torrential? What's that even mean? It means you can't see out of your windshield. And if you have the wrong car insurance, you might have to make it rain to fix your bumper. So switch to Allstate, save money, and be better protected from mayhem, like me. Based on coverage and limits selected, subject to terms, conditions, and availability. In most states, prices vary based on how you buy. Allstate Bar and Casualty Insurance Company and affiliates, Northbrook, Illinois. What do you call a group of grown men and women with their faces painted silver and blue who get together every week to share a three-hour-long ritual of jumping, sinking, and toasting Miller Lite and 10-gallon hats while yelling, how about them cowboys? You call it Miller Time in Dallas. Here's to the Cowboys. Here's to the original light beer. It's Miller time. Celebrate responsibly. 2021 Miller Brewing Company, Fort Worth, Texas. You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. What are you doing later? Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes! Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall Guy. Fall Guy. Fall Guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Because nope. I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Back, back to mixed Shots. K-Post Roofing and Waterproofing, proud partner of the Dallas Cowboys from corporate homes to your home. Have your roof checked by choice, not by By chance. chance. Call now, Now. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm 214-225-4860kpostcompany.com. And you know, reading this reminded me of something that happened way long time ago. 
Is this uh, a mix shot? Yeah, it is. Uh, <laughs> hold on, hold on, hold on. Okay, it was an ah. impromptu mix shot. So K post roofing and waterproofing, and in parentheses it says every day, right? That was the instructions. Mm-hmm. So back when on the website, somebody wrote someone's name. And, and, and they didn't get it right. So I emailed the person that was putting the stuff up, and I said, no, the headline should read this, and it was supposed to be possessive. So mm-hmm. they, I put it in parentheses. Mm-hmm. They reprinted the headline with possessive at the end. Mm-hmm. They, didn't, they didn't get that that was the instruction, that it, the person's <laughs> name wasn't Bill, wasn't Everson Wall's possessive. possessive. <laughs> I just wanted the apostrophe up there. You weren't uh, clear, man. You weren't clear, unbelievable. man. Unbelievable. <laughs> and we just learned in the break that uh, Everson Wall's skipped second grade? Is skipped that right? first grade. Skipped first grade. I was in the first grade for two weeks. We took that aptitude test back in the day. And I don't think they so do that bright. anymore. You were so bright. I was. They said. The standardized yeah, test. Yeah, yeah. Emphasis on, on was. Yeah. All of a sudden, man, when I, got, when I got out of elementary school, it was like, ooh, this stuff is hard. <laughs> Nowadays, if they look to Everson, they're like, um, we're going to hold him back. <laughs> yeah, right. So I senior, think they want to rescind like, it. You know, they did. Like 19, to be a really good athlete. <laughs> right. you know? So actually, yeah, you, you were probably like two years younger than others that you were playing against in high school, those that were held back. Yeah. You, Not to mention college. Mm-hmm. Yeah, some of those guys. In the NFL. Mm-hmm. And so, so how old were you when you graduated from Berkner? 17. Seventeen, but 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 my birthday was in is in late December, okay. So you know it'd be I'll be I, I did my whole freshman year at Grambling. I was still seventeen. The, the then, football so season. how old were you when you were drafted? Oh, never mind. When when after um, after the when, draft when I was not when you, when you, <laughs> you got when, you got drafted, when I was undrafted right? when you when you got eleven picks in his rookie, yeah, right, in your right, rookie right. year. Still you 21. were twenty one years old. I was twenty one wow. the whole time. That's a record that will never be. Made. Tyler Smith, <laughs> the youngest person to ever have eleven interceptions. Actually, at thirteen, yeah. Just yeah. count the playoffs. Well, but then by the time the playoffs came, I was well, yeah, No, he was older. Yeah, I was already yeah, but at the start of the season, at the you were 21. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So and the end of the season. About yeah. about yeah. my notes, I wrote down, you remember the deep pass to Atwell? Mm-hmm. Was it that's his name? 2-2? Two, 2-2 two, 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 Atwell. Yes, yes. And Diggs was right there. Yes. And, went, and I wrote down in my notes, Malik Hooker late coming over. Mm-hmm. And yesterday in Dan Quinn's press conference, someone said something about how he's playing, and he goes, well, he goes, there was a couple big plays, but one of them really Hooker was supposed to be over the top. Mm-hmm. And and I said, see, I had it in my notes. Tom Landry would never down. do that. He wouldn't he say He would it. never do that. He'd be like, ah, you just you just bathe in it. If the safety <laughs> you just sold you out. Yeah, it just, hey, as a quarterback, you just, you just take it there, buddy. Yeah. I love that. Mm-hmm. That uh, and I saw the it. honest. Well, I love the honesty yeah, on it yeah. too. And well, when Malik it's Hooker accountability. Well, but when Malik Hooker also is playing as well as he is, you can do yes. that. Yes, yes. and yes. he preface he not preface it. It it what is it when you do it afterwards? Uh, post said it mm-hmm. whatever, and he said followed it, up with, and he said it, and I'm, <laughs> and I'm sure Malik would admit to it, right? Like mm-hmm. you know, he knew that he should have been there, mm-hmm. and it was one hell of a. By the way, in a catch, 
and his hand was right there by the ball. But he should have had safety help. Here, I like here, that. I like that. From and him. he pointed out that on the other one, meaning the touchdown mm-hmm. to Cup, yeah. he said he should have stayed over the top of his shoulder instead of instead of trying to undercut, undercut it. Because when you're on the top and he catches it, you, he's got to turn towards you. Hey, that's my that, trust me. Right. Yes, that, that's the only way I could play it. When you when you're slow, you have to play it. But like when that. you're under, but when you have but when you have speed, right? If you recall, Diggs got an interception like that last year. Uh-huh. He was able to catch up with the receiver, but only because the quarterback waited until he got to the sideline. This time, Matthew caught him just as he was coming across the middle right. of the field. He didn't wait for Diggs to catch up. And the rest of the field had been cleared out. But here's the other thing. Tom Landry, one thing, I, I hated the way he, he taught us man-to-man at times because he made us prioritize. One thing is you have to be inside and deep. Because if you are not inside and deep on your coverage, most likely there's no one there to stop your receiver from scoring a touchdown, just like we saw against Cooper Cup. My thing is this. we And not just the Cowboys. DBs now are allowing these receivers to just release inside. Well, he was in the slot, and he can't, couldn't get his hands on him. But, you know, you, that's why your, your alignment is important. Right. And when he came off the line of scrimmage, Diggs was a beat slow. Uh, and Cup was that's that's why Cup is good. That's why he was that's in the slot too, good, by right. the way. But that's but but you have to be prepared for the worst case scenario. Meaning and that is the worst case scenario. A, a a quick release inside, he has leverage on you now. That's why when we played the flex, there were times when you saw wide receivers catching sideline after sideline on us. Mm-hmm. Unless you change the defense, we'll, that was the weakness of our defense, and Tom Landry allowed us to give up that route because it's the weakness of the defense. They were so paranoid. Do you remember Billy Waddy? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Rams. Uh-huh. And they beat us 1980. Mm-hmm. I wasn't there yet. 1980, we lost the game because yep. Billy White ran all the way across the field on the end cut for a touchdown in Texas Stadium. And that just we, – we, that was a surprise. We weren't ready for that. And, and it knocked us out of the playoffs. That right there taught Tom Landry a lesson. And that was the reason that we played man-to-man the way we did. Worst-case scenario is a release inside or a route inside. You have no help if he catches that ball. And that's what's been happening throughout the entire league. Kelsey, four touchdowns last night. Each time Mm -hmm. he released inside and there was no one there. I don't know why – I don't like the design – of the defense itself if you're just going to let them run inside and you chase them with the hopes of tracking them down before they catch it and go to the house. Or they were playing zone maybe? No, no no zone. They were in man. No, they were man-to-man. They were in man-to-man all four times, all four times. So I just think it's a flaw in the design, the way they have defensive backs playing these days. Speaking of Kelsey, I saw in the Philadelphia Inquirer that Jason Kelsey and – Landon Dickerson, uh, both uh, kind of injury concerns uh, going into this week of well, practice. Jason Kelsey, jo- Jason, as good as Travis Kelsey is, Jason mm-hmm. Kelsey is just as good mm-hmm. as right. center. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So that's one we'll keep an eye on when they uh, practice tomorrow. They have any, any other injuries? On that the was line? the only two I saw that uh, were highlighted. Because this is going to be our challenge. This is probably, this will be the best offensive, offensive line, line that we played play. against so far. The, the, the mistakes that the Bengals made, the, these Eagles don't do that. Yeah, yeah. And, and that's why, you know, they may have to give 
uh, Parsons a couple days this week to try to get him strong enough for the game. Mm -hmm. Jerry thought that he would be able to do something on Wednesday and be ready for the game on on Sunday. I'm thinking if they have to, go go sit over there. Mm -hmm. You know, don't worry about Wednesday and Thursday. Mm -hmm. We just need you, and and if all I need you to do is come in on third down, it's nothing fancy, right? Go get the quarterback. You didn't got to practice that. Uh, so yeah. Which 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 position do you think would be more taxing on him in regards to his injury? I think linebacker maybe because you've got so many different ways you got to go, right? You might have to drop. You got to go sideways mm -hmm. and maybe run five mm -hmm. six yards. When you're rushing the quarterback, a lot of pivoting and you're just and, going straight, yeah, right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. You might have a little spin move, um, although you're trying to push a 330-pound guy out of the way, mm -hmm. uh, which he a lot of times does at his size. <laughs> yeah, right. It's amazing the times he bull rushes. Well, even the last sack he had, you know, he's he's he just came into the he, huddle, limping into the huddle, and then he just right, just just and, bull rushes and the just guy. kept coming, yeah. right? And it's almost like. They're backing up, and they can't stay with them. It's, it's an amazing uh, talent he has. All right, I'm just lost in thought on Billy Waddy. <laughs> <laughs> He's still there. You got me. I just wanted to got me. I just wanted to make a point. <laughs> you got me researching Billy Waddy, and, and it's just interesting because that was it was actually 1979. Yeah. yeah, which was that might have been 80. 80 in year, the playoffs. Year. Yeah. yeah, yeah, and it was. Um, it was, it was December 30th, 1979, mm. and it turned out it was Roger Staubach's last, last game yes, as a Dallas right. Cowboy. And it was a 20 the last play got last, sacked. Last play, yeah, the last playoff game. Mm -hmm. Last regular season game was the win over Against Washington, 35 To get into the playoffs. Yeah, Lamar Paris right. got beat by Tony Hill. Yeah. Tony Hill, right mm -hmm. corner of the end zone. That's right. Pay uh -huh. now, baby. Yep. <laughs> you got to believe. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Charlie Waters. Charlie Waters. Uh, yeah. <laughs> he couldn't play that year because of the, the leg. Broken leg. Yeah. This is a funny story. <laughs> I sprained my ankle after after Roger Staubach's touchdown pass to Tony Hill. What do you mean, game. jumping up in the yeah, air? Yeah, I believe it. I, went, I believe I it. College frat I house. believe it. College That was frat a great house. moment, bro. Okay. <laughs> he completes that pass. I went running out of our frat house, <laughs> jumping up and down and sprained my ankle. Uh, that, that's I, the first time I've it. ever admitted that. I can see it. Really, <laughs> really. I can see it, man. That was uh -huh. a that was a great moment. I mean, the comeback itself, and the, of course they had the the picture of uh, Springs jumped into uh, Starbucks' arms. They have a, a good picture of that after he threw that touchdown. Uh huh. Yeah, Roger lifting up Ron Springs. Yeah, and so and so then the following week it was Cowboys Rams in the playoffs, and it was Billy Waddy fifty yards from Vince. We Barragano. had the game. We had the game. And he's, he's it's a 1914 lead. Yeah, he came just a deep end cut across the middle, and and from then on, Tom Landry changed the way we covered wide receivers. From then on, and I have been teaching kids at camps to do the same thing, and they hate it because they're like I don't want to just give up my the outside short routes. It just kills them. I'm like, don't worry, man, it's gonna come to you. And every time it does, you have to be patient. There you go. That is wild. Mm -hmm. That's some great history right That's there. Stuff. That's, That's stuff you don't stuff. get just anywhere else. That's real All stuff. right, uh, Nate Newton has informed us it's time for us to take a late <laughs> break here on Mix Shots. I'm surprised he's not peeking around the corner somewhere. <laughs> we paid how much for those lessons? Shh, she's doing great. Oh, yeah, totally. 
Uh, can you pass me a Pepsi Zero Sugar? <sighs> Great job, honey! Oh. oh, look at that. That's not the end. No way. Now it's time for the encore. You know what? You're right. Five times? Not enough times. For everyone who traded in rock concerts for their kids' recitals, you've compromised enough. Pepsi Zero Sugar. That's what I like. <sighs> Nobody protects you from mayhem like Allstate. You hear that? I'm a torrential downpour. Torrential? What's that even mean? It means you can't see out of your windshield. And if you have the wrong car insurance, you might have to make it rain to fix your bumper. So switch to Allstate, save money, and be better protected from mayhem, like me. Based on coverage and limits selected, subject to terms, conditions, and availability. In most states, prices vary based on how you buy. Allstate Bar and Casualty Insurance Company and affiliates, Northbrook, Illinois. The Medal of Honor is our country's highest military award for valor in combat. More than 40 million individuals have served in the armed forces since the Civil War. Fewer than 4,000 have received the Medal of Honor. The National Medal of Honor Museum will be a place to preserve these legacies and inspire America. It's being built right next door to the Dallas Cowboys in Texas. Help us honor our country's greatest heroes. Learn more and get involved at mohmuseum.org. The season is finally here. For months, we've been gearing up to win. Now it's time for the team that performs on any field, United Ag and Turf. With John Deere zero turns for mowing, compact tractors for loading, mini excavators for digging, Gator utility vehicles for hauling, implements for grading, hay tools for baling, United Ag and Turf for winning. The official Ag and Turf equipment supplier of the Dallas Cowboys. Visit unitedagandturf.com for more. Get ready for the greatest roast of all time, the Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th, hosted by Kevin Hart. The seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. Back back to Mixed Shots. NFL Plus is here, which means no matter where you are, this is how you football. Get live, local, and primetime regular season and postseason games on your phone or your tablet. Game replays and more. Go to plus.nfl.com and start your free trial of NFL Plus today. That's a new one. It is. Mm-hmm. We're going to have a new second one all week, by the way. Oh, all right. Uh, did you hear what's going on in Washington uh, with Ron Rivera? Apparently. I saw a headline, but I didn't yesterday, read the story. Uh, well, uh, Ralph Vacchiano is reporting today that Commander's Coach Ron Rivera, one day after saying quarterback is why other teams have pulled ahead of his team in the NFC East. Today, he opened his press conference saying he spoke to the team before practice this morning and apologized for his Monday comments, which he said he didn't present well. I I should know better. S word, I had a bad day. Let's move forward. Mm. He was still pissed Meaning off. He was, he still, was still mad pissed and off at his quarterback, right? right. <laughs> well, didn't it? Was it, it was an end zone interception? Man, it was, yeah. dude, it was typical. I didn't uh, see it. You know what? I really, I have always liked Carson Wentz. I really have. Um, 
watching him, you know, develop, especially when they the, he took the Eagles to the playoffs that year. She, you know, he showed a lot of grit, man. I yeah, mean, the way he won the Super Bowl that year. Oh, no, no, that no, was he didn't. Foles, yeah. <laughs> it was not him. But he had something to do with it. I, I, this guy, man, just snake bit. Well, I wouldn't say that's not bad luck. Just bad decisions. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You know, he just he, – I don't think he ever saw the linebacker. Because when he threw that pass, it looked like he was Aaron Rodgers. It looked like he was, you know, Matthew Stafford. We're just going to flip it off in there, you know, Mahomes. And it was going to be a good play. But the tight end, I mean, the the linebacker saw it. And he had 300-plus yards passing. He was having a great game. But this is what he does. He did it to the Colts last year. And that's two coaches that are going to be in trouble because of him. Because Frank Wright, they were mad at him last year. I'm surprised he still has his job this year because they were so upset that he put all his faith into Carson Wentz. He said it verbally, a hard knocks in season. Mm -hmm. This is our guy. We're going to ride our quarterback, and he can do it. He always backs the wrong horse. Well, in this case, that wrong horse has been backed a couple of times. Poor quarterback play will get a coach fired. It sure will. rule. It sure will. It sure will. Oh. And I, uh, 320 plus yards passing. Uh, he had a couple of touchdowns, if I'm not mistaken. And he just throws that. Oh, man. And you could just see how disappointed he was. I know he's thinking to himself, man, am I stupid? You know? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, come on. We've all said it to each other, right? You know what we have. Man, how could I have been so stupid? Okay, so let's, let's examine the NFC East, the quarterback play. Well, okay, you've got. Jalen Hurts at Philadelphia and here in Dallas, Dak, the first game, but the wins have been with Cooper Rush at quarterback and then Daniel Jones with the Giants. We're coming off a win over Aaron Rodgers and the Packers in London on Sunday. So, which messes up our preseason preview of the conference saying, well, when you look at the conference, who are you going to pick our division? Mm-hmm. Who are you going to pick to win? Well, who has the best quarterback? Mm-hmm. Well, it's Dak Prescott. Mm-hmm. Now he's nowhere to be found. Now he's not found. <laughs> and Daniel Jones and, and Hertz are playing, you know, Okay, and so football. what are the Eagles doing? And we'll get more into them as we go through the week. But you talk about points scored. And the Eagles in the first game of the year against Detroit, they got a big lead and then they held them off for a 38-35 win. But since then, they've scored 24, 24, Mm -hmm. 29 in the rain in Jacksonville, uh, and then 20 against Arizona. So it's not like they've been in the 30s. Every game, and if you if you listen to uh, Jalen Hurts' interview afterwards, he was pretty honest about that. As and happy as he was, he's like, "We we still we've got to play better." And you got Cooper Rush's stats there? Uh, yeah, no picks. Let me tell Four you. Four touchdown passes. So that's, he, that's what matters yeah. right there. His quarterback Hurt. rating is ninety three point nine, and I also figured out if you throw out that. When he, what did he play? A quarter in the first Tampa Bay game Tampa, when yeah. he came in. So as a starter, as a starter, his quarterback rating is ninety-two. Okay, no picks, four touchdowns. Uh, he's completed uh, right at sixty-one percent of his passes, which is what he has now. How many uh, sacks? Uh, seven. Okay, and I don't know how many of those might have been in the first game. Hertz has. 
four touchdown passes, mm-hmm. two picks, and been sacked 11 times. Mm-hmm. He's run 68 times for 266 that yards and six touchdowns. Question. That's the difference right there. Mm-hmm. That's what's making. And think about it. You play defense. You get a team third and seven, third and ten, third and twelve, and the quarterback takes off for fifteen yards. Randall Cunningham. It just breaks your heart. Right? Same team. Yep. Randall Cunningham. Happened all the time back in the eighties, and that's just the way it was. We had a lot of uh, quarterbacks that had that ability. Uh, Jeff Hostetler. Yeah, you know, he helped carry us to the Super Bowl with the Giants, just by doing that. Not just in the Super Bowl in the playoffs, but. He led us down the stretch uh, during the regular season with timely scrambles that really got us out of a lot of trouble and helped us win games. So two things on that for this game, and it's probably too early to start analyzing it, but number one, they can't let Hurts, when they when they rush the quarterback, it can't be all – Oh, here we go. We're just going to get them. It's got to be be the same thing. Russell Wilson early in his career, where you got to be controlled. You can't just be out of control saying, okay, I got to get to the quarterback Mm -hmm. no matter what. And then, secondly, um, and who did they do this with? Uh, Maybe a little bit with the Giants, with Daniel Jones. They had somebody watching for, Mm -hmm. and I think it was Donovan Wilson Mm -hmm. quite a bit. And you would like Micah Parsons doing that, but if he's somewhat limited, we'll go back to where we started. I like with Donovan him. Wilson doing that. Yeah, I and, like J. Ron Kirsch doing that. And, and they, well, uh, well, yeah, and J. Ron yeah, wasn't available. Because J. Ron's clo- well, Donovan I mean, might yeah. be J. Ron's faster. Gonna be, that's true, but right. but J. Ron's going to be close. They'll probably play him closer to the right. line of scrimmage. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and let J. Let let Wilson help in the back because he's going to yeah. go. He's going to take off. Mm-hmm. Who's know? taking Goddard? That would be J-Ron. J. J. Ron oh, that's Curse. Why, that's <laughs> why you have Curse on Goddard and then Wilson as your. I mean, now, Wilson could also yeah. cover the tight end. Yeah. He could go to right. Goddard, too. Yeah. Yeah. And that's the luxury that we have. He's gotten yeah. better at that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, 266 yards rushing. But here's the bottom line on 266 yards, six touchdowns. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, they know when they get in the red zone, especially. Oh, he's going to run. That's him. Right? Close to the goal line, no he's doubt. keeping it. Yeah. And so when you look at a team like that, I I say a quarterback of that caliber doing the things that he does, that's going to cause us to play more zone defense. You just don't really want to be playing man-to-man with your back turned to a quarterback that will – that has a tendency to take off. Right. You know, that could really lead to some huge plays. Our zone defense is so good, we can attack someone – you know, in, in, in unison and, and keep those scrambles to a, a minimum. I think it would be the smarter way to go in more predictable uh, circumstances. Now, the other thing I saw. Uh, At 1246. Man, man, wow. Well, we'll finish here and pick up tomorrow. Yeah, let's do what, that. Can you want to tease stuff. the other thing that you saw? I want to say it. <laughs> and then we'll verify it tomorrow. You okay. want to tease for no, tomorrow? No, no, no. Yeah. Okay. That is you're, a you're tease. Gonna that is it. a tease. Oh, you're I gonna that's say the it. tease. <laughs> and we're going to double check it. But I read uh, that this is only the third time in Eagles history they've been 5-0. and oh. Wow. So we're going to research to see how many times the Dallas Cowboys have been 5-0 and oh to start a season. Okay, that's coming up on the next edition of Mix Shots. Go Cowboys.
This has been a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about this, Cowboys?